Hello and welcome to the Happy Little Future podcast. It has been a while since I last recorded because it has been the summer holidays and for the first time this holiday I am in the house on my own. <laughs> I've probably been on my own a little bit more but it feels like the first time and it's it's been wonderful to be honest. I've absolutely loved having the kids around. They've all been absolutely fantastic. Um, they've really really sort of enjoyed each other's company. I think they miss each other when the big two are like school or nursery or it will just be school. I'm not sure how my youngest is going to cope, to be honest, when all of a sudden it's just her. I don't know how I'm going to cope when all of a sudden it's just her. <laughs> I can't remember how to parent just one child all day. Um, so so that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a fantastic summer. We've done all sorts of wonderful things. We have been camping twice which it was our first time camping um, around my birthday, end of July. So we went with my parents and it was wonderful. I didn't know what to expect as far as the kids were concerned. I thought they'd enjoy it, but I didn't know that, I like, I didn't think that they'd be quite as engaged the whole time. Um, we don't go with electricity. We just take a gas canister and a little stove and the tent um so we did that um our tent is tiny so we had a little foreman and then mom and dad's one was a bit bigger so we went to, we went in our foreman and cooked in their big one sort of had the had that stuff there um and it was wonderful they absolutely just it was it was rated the one day we got so wet we went on the train and we went for a walk and we got absolutely drenched through i mean drenched through i mean wales style of rain drenched through but it was brilliant the kids were still laughing and playing and it was just fantastic i think for them having the opportunity to just be free yes we're restricted to the campsite yes we're restricted to sort of like around the tent and stuff like that but to just be out in nature no shoes on no real no real boundaries with sort of like inside and outside in that sense um it was just fantastic we didn't take many toys we just took some we took a few outdoor toys and a few books and we got them all a magazine as a treat i don't know about you but whenever we walk into any shop and they see the magazines they're like, oh i want this i want that i want the other because they look really exciting um so which i'm sure i did as a kid as well um but we treated them to their first ever magazine to take away with them which they loved um our son is so into andy's dinosaurs and all of that sort of stuff he loves exploring so he was wearing his explorer's outfit and looking at his magazine and doing all of that which was lovely our eldest got one that had uh nail varnish and nail stickers obviously because six well she's nearly she'll be six next week six is the new 16 um so so yeah so she had that and our youngest had bluey which she didn't seem entertained by it at all for ages she was like i want that one i want that one we're very much in that phase of life at the moment um but actually when the one day i think was it the last day or the day before all of a sudden she appeared she disappeared for ages into my parents tent and then she came out and she'd just been like going through her magazine so much that it all fallen apart and she was she was so happy so that was wonderful and that was something different something new for them so yeah so it was it was really really wonderful uh they were fantastic 
I loved being out in nature and re like reconnecting with with nature and camping and stuff. We've both really missed it, me and my husband. Um so that was lovely. Um and they they just had a fantastic time. So much so that we said, right, we'll go we'll go again in a few weeks' time on our own to the Peak District. Um and again that was wonderful. We just went for a couple of nights this time. We've got a party in Nottingham, so we're in Birmingham, so we went sort of went to the Peak District for a couple of nights and then went across to Nottingham on the last day. And that was lovely. It was a lot busier than the campsite in Wales, which I'll be honest, I when we go camping we like to have a bit of space <laughs> for us it was possibly a little bit too busy but it was a friday and saturday and there was obviously going to be lots of people plus the peak district is very central when we lived in yorkshire we used to meet family around lady Bower reservoir in the peak district because it's about the same distance for everyone so i think there's a lot of families meeting and stuff too so obviously it was a bit busier but it didn't spoil it we still had a wonderful time the kids again were fantastic um, the only problem we had is that our tiny little four-man tent is not really suitable for uh, five people, and because we didn't take we didn't take the dog that time, so it's not really suitable for five people and cooking in the rain and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and the like the wind was so bad that we couldn't have cooked in like around the car, and it was just very it was extremely windy. Um, but it was it was still fantastic. We made sure we all ate, um, and it was it was brilliant. It was we had a lovely time. They just love being out, and they just they've we've been out a lot this summer. Um, at times, I've definitely overdone it on my part, uh, but it's been fantastic. They've they've just loved being out out in nature, out seeing friends, out exploring places with each other. I, to be honest, I couldn't really tell you what we've done this summer, apart from camping. <laughs> and we've been to Rhythm Time, which which has been lovely, actually. Rhythm Time something that we've done as a family um, for coming up to six years. We started it when our daughter was eight weeks old. Um, and we've been, like, wherever we've been, sort of with COVID, in the country, all of that, we've been doing Rhythm Time. So that's been, that was fantastic to do it together as a family because it was nice family sessions and we just really enjoyed it um it was nice to see how the kids have come on over the years that was fantastic and all of them singing together and sort of interacting with each other and with the with the tea it was it's just been wonderful doing that together that's something we don't really ever get to do anymore because all three kids have to be off don't they to do it so so that's been really nice so we've done that we've yeah we've seen lots of friends we've seen family we've been for walks we went to Shugborough which is a national trust place up in Stafford and that again was fantastic and the kids just lost themselves for hours um almost had to sort of tear them away really when it was time to leave uh so that was fantastic and we've just we've just done loads we went to the the other thing we did was we went to the Lapworth Museum at Birmingham University. So that's uh, it's part of the geology department. It has loads of fossils and crystals and rocks. And for me and my husband, that was fantastic because being geologists, we, we were just in our element. And our son has always been going on about 
going to a museum. We were going to go to Oxford Museum for his birthday, but it just it just didn't happen. It just wasn't wasn't that easy, so we didn't go there in the end. But we uh, we went to the Lapworth Museum, and that was that was brilliant. It was just a couple of hours, but it was really good to see them getting interested and excited about all the different like natural history and all of that sort of stuff. Seeing the different rocks and crystals and fossils and identifying them for themselves was wonderful that's something that again we haven't really uh we haven't really done much well we've done we've done a lot of that together as a family out and about in the country but we've not done that as a family in a museum so that was lovely to see them doing that and it was also wonderful to see things and fossils on my part and on my husband's part and go oh look it's foraminifera and everyone sort of go oh yeah okay i don't care because i'm i'm four um but i actually remembered and got things right which i didn't think i had a memory anymore of before kids so it was nice to reassure myself that i had a memory of things that i spent years and years learning so that was fantastic so yeah so all in all it's been a wonderful summer the kids have been excellent as well we've had a really calm summer i would say um, and I know people that have sort of gone, how, how have you done this? And I don't know if it's a fluke or if it's like just because they've missed each other or what I actually think it is, is three and a half years of persistence in something that I didn't really fully know at the time. Obviously now I'm trained up in it and all of that sort of stuff. But when I first started doing mindfulness and meditation with my kids, I didn't know that it was going to work. We were we'd just gone into lockdown. Like my my daughter was really anxious, and the doctors, as I've said in the past, were just like, "Oh, it doesn't exist, anxiety in kids." Um, and I didn't know that doing all these things that I'd done as an adult and tailoring them to my children would actually help them. I the way that I teach, the way that I teach now, the way that I've taught my kids is not sitting down and meditating. It's very much following their lead, looking at their interests and modelling how to be mindful and meditate, sort of be it a meditation of a breath or sort of just crafting or whatever, um, how to do that. And I think it's something that I've not really, when I've been speaking to people that have looked at my social media and stuff like that they've been like oh well you meditate my kids wouldn't meditate it's it's not I'm not teaching that <laughs> my kids I've taught my kids how to meditate and how to be mindful and create that resilience and create that understanding of themselves and that present presentness with themselves in order to help manage their emotions and how they're feeling in a moment and discuss with each other actually their boundaries and respect each other's boundaries that is something that i've taught on the go if you try to sit down a child if you try to sit down a child of your own i've sat down and done sessions with brownies and rainbows and other people and those kids have been receptive because they are not my children <laughs> my children at the moment in particular won't sit down and meditate i can't go right let's let's meditate but what I can do is I can engage with them on another level and I can be present with them and model 
a meditative behaviour, a mindful behaviour. And they have learnt that over over the years. I mean, so it, it shocked me actually when I worked out earlier when I was thinking about doing this podcast that it's almost three and a half years since COVID, <laughs> COVID locked us all down. Um, and in that time, I've just been persistent. Like I said, I didn't know that doing random breath works I was making up on the spot that it being present with them in a different in a different way to just sitting with them and watching the telly or whatever um and oops sorry just stretching my leg I'm sitting on the floor I don't know why I sit on the floor when I do these things but for some reason I go right it's time to make a podcast I better get into a corner of a room um something to do with sound in my head there's the little thing at the back of my head that's going right you need to make the sound ambient or something and like and so I go into a tiny corner um so I am literally in about sort of oh I don't know a meter squared if that um anyway that's that's not why you guys are here so what was I saying uh yeah when I started I didn't know that teaching them to be mindful and meditative would actually have an impact I remember saying to my husband, look, I know that mindfulness helps me. I can't find anything about mindfulness for kids. I can't find anything like to show that it's going to help, but I don't see why it wouldn't help. I don't see why teaching our kids now when they are young to be mindful and engage in mindful activities and meditative activities. I don't understand why it wouldn't impact them positively i can't see where any evidence is to say that it's a negative thing i can't see where any evidence is to say that it's a positive thing but i feel in my heart of hearts that by teaching them to breathe and to be present and to engage with themselves in the present moment i believe in my heart of hearts that this is only going to be a positive thing for them. It's been hard for me to learn how to be mindful and meditate. And now I don't have the time to do it. So I have to do it on the go in the few seconds I have here and there. And I said, I just, I just feel that this is something that we've got to work with with them and just trust that it will make a difference. And this year, I really feel that it has made a difference. And yes, it's been a, a long a long hard slog and there's been it's been something that has been building up over the years i know that for the past few years they've been improving in their mindfulness i know that they've been able to engage better with their breath work and um, i know that i have not sat them down i know at the start of this i sort of went oh i'm gonna sit them down for two minutes and do a meditation i don't do that anymore because it just didn't work they were fighting back so what's the point in pushing it there is no point in pushing it guys if you push it, you'll create resistance and then they won't want to do it. That's how kids work, as far as I understand anyway. So I, I've i just rolled with doing these little breath works, these little things, these little mindful engagements on the go. And it has made a difference. And it's what I want for you. I've seen the impact it can have on my family, bringing in this way of life. Not It's not a it's not about making time. It's not about stopping what you're doing and being silent. It's about reconnecting with yourself, reconnecting with your child, allowing your child to see that you can be connected with a moment, even in this modern modern day of busyness and stress and technology, and that it is possible to live presently without worrying about 
what's going to happen tomorrow, what happened yesterday. You can just be in the moment. And the skills that you need through life to navigate that aren't always... You can learn them through meditation. But that doesn't mean that if you are having a moment of high anxiety, of high stress, of high pressure, or high just heightened states of emotion, that doesn't mean that sitting down for 15 minutes and meditating is going to fix that. But what you learn through meditation and what I teach you through my courses is how to implement those techniques in daily life for your benefit, for your child's benefit, to help you connect, to help them connect with each other, with a moment, with with themselves. Um, and it's just, it's definitely made a difference for us. And I know it sounds like... Um, like going on and on and on but I just I'm really proud of my kids this summer I'm, I've watched them I've had moments where I've been unable to get to them and I've heard an argument happen upstairs and then like my son there was one particular moment where my son ran downstairs all all angry and I think I was on the phone to the doctor or something um and so I couldn't I couldn't engage with him in the way that he needed in that moment and so I just sort of like patted him on the shoulder and just had to carry on talking to the doctor. And he stayed with me. Well, he didn't even stay with me. He just stayed downstairs for a few minutes. And then he walked off upstairs and I heard him say to his sister, I'm sorry, I just wanted to do X, Y or Z. I didn't mean to upset you. And she went, that's OK. I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah like i'm sorry that you felt x y or z and blah 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 and this is like and now let's move on basically is what she was saying and i just i remember stepping back from that phone call and that moment and seeing how grown up my kids were and seeing how in that moment they'd had a bust up they both recognised their feelings. My son had taken himself away from the situation, which is the way for him. I quite often try to encourage that sort of mindful, meditative behaviour because that's what works for him. Um, if you do my Helping Kids course, we'll talk more about that because everything that I do with my kids and that I teach you to do with your kids is about embracing them and their their being <laughs> um, and man it like sort of, then working with that to introduce techniques that will help them through their lives and help build that mental health toolkit for them and anyway i remember i remember sitting there going they've recognized their emotions he's taken himself away in the way that i've taught him i heard him breathing a couple of times which he in, in particular he is very good at doing on his own um and then he's gone back he's acknowledged her feelings he's acknowledged his own feelings explained what was going on they've both connected with each other in that moment and then they just carried on playing nicely and i'm not saying that every moment has been perfect like that but that was that was a moment that for me was like yes what i have been doing for three and a half years drip feeding throughout our days without really making a massive a massive deal about the only way that they really knew about meditation and stuff was when I sort of started training as a kid's meditation teacher. I was like, oh, I'm doing this. Um, 
and then we sort of really spoke about it that bit more um but they what was i saying they so so yeah so i've really seen the difference that it makes so i'm hoping that by doing the podcast <laughs> you'll be able to hear a bit more of how i'm teaching people to meditate i don't want you to think when when i go oh like i'm gonna be i'm running my helping kids with mindfulness course or I'm doing a parents meditation coaching session. I'm not sitting down. I mean, I'm not saying there's no meditation involved, um, but it's more for the parents. And in that moment, as a parent, it's actually giving you that space to connect with yourself because that is what is important. Um, excuse my phone in the background. That is what is important in that sense is until you've connected with yourself and reap the benefits yourself, it's hard to implement some of the things that I talk about. But it's not something that I'm forcing on you. It's something that I'm showing you will benefit you. Um, so anyway, I'm not saying that it's there's no meditation. But the, medita- the meditation styles that I'm teaching you are on the go. There's no making time for them. There's no... I say there's no making time. Obviously, you make time for them. But you make it in your head almost rather than in your day. There's no forcing your child and going right we're gonna sit down and meditate i don't teach you to do that because i have seen firsthand the resistance that you get from a child when you go right we're gonna do this now because that's what my children do because that's what kids do so there's there's no telling them what to do there's no telling them how to behave it is quite simply adjusting little moments in your day to help your children and yourself rebuild that connectivity with each other that connectivity with yourselves ground each other and ground yourself in that moment teach the resilience and the self-compassion and the gratitude that can help you through life and help them through life and that's what it's all about so on that note i'm hoping that i've not rambled too much i don't think i've done an episode this long before it's like 22 minutes or something but I'll, they're probably going to get longer because I've got a lot to say, guys. So I will leave you. I will leave you on that note. And if you are interested in the Helping Kids course, please by all means email me at happylittlefutures at gmail dot com, or you can um, you can sign up. There is an early bird offer until the end of August on the website at the moment on the shop page. Um, that's the Helping Children with Mindfulness course for parents carers and teachers because all of the stuff that i teach you can be implemented into life like into the classroom in little ways as well as into daily life as a parent so you needn't just be a parent you can be a parent a carer a professional anyone really anyone interacting with children um so you can apply on there and don't forget to like and follow me on facebook and instagram to see lots more information and lots more of our little bits of the day and snippets of our summer so i will leave you there and i will speak to you soon bye